This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in Yah the Lord is everlasting strength. Everlasting strength. We know that this word perfect peace comes from the word shalom. Shalom, which is a Hebrew term, which entails health and happiness, well-being and soundness of mind. So I speak over you today in the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, perfect peace now in Jesus' name. Glory to God. And the highest, yeah, somebody else shout hallelujah. hallelujah. It is the highest praise. I'm going to ask you to do something, even those of you that are at home, and I know you've got your mask on, so I won't be able to see it, but it's not about me seeing it, it's about you doing it. I'm going to ask you to smile for your mom today. Smile for your mom today, whether she has passed away or whether she's here, whether you're out of fellowship, whatever the situation is, smile for your mom today. Didn't that feel good? Smiling doesn't always mean you're happy. Sometimes it simply means that you're a strong person. It takes a strong person to smile. Anybody can walk around looking like they've been drinking pickle juice, but it takes a strong person to smile. Listen to this. The most beautiful smile is the one that struggles through the tears. Did you know that you could smile with tears streaming down your face? I've been there before, and I'm telling you, that's the most beautiful smile ever. So throughout today, I want you to remember these words, smile for your mom. My, the topic of my discussion for today is simply mom. It's actually an acronym, M-O-M, M-O-M. M. And that acronym I came up with several years ago, and it simply means the ministry of motherhood. The ministry of motherhood. Ministry means serving. So those of us that are mothers, we serve and we serve our children. We serve our children as best as we can. I didn't say we serve perfectly but we serve as best as we know how. The ministry of motherhood is a big deal. It is a serious responsibility. It's a special assignment. It's a sacrifice. It's a complex role. It's glorious. It's not a job. It's not a duty. It is an honor. It is a calling. It is a ministry, the ministry of 
motherhood. I've got two scriptures. I believe I'm just going to go to two scriptures today because I'm not going to keep you long. I'm just going to exhort for a few moments and then I want to greet you in the foyer and give you opportunity to go and fellowship with your loved ones later today. The first scripture is found in Proverbs chapter 31. They're both found in the same chapter, Proverbs chapter 31. And it's a very familiar passage of scripture that is often read on Women's Day and Mother's Day and things of that liking. If you're like me, I am a Proverbs 31 woman. That's who I am. That's my job description. My name is all over that scripture. But what many people don't realize is that particular psalm was written to a king. These are instructions that a king's mother has given him. So if you're a Proverbs 31 woman, you can expect a king. Oh, somebody better come in here. According to Proverbs chapter 31, verse 17, it says, she girdeth her loins with strength and strengthens her arms. We learned on Thursday about girding your loins, and the Bible actually talks about girding the loins of your mind, strengthening your mind. Girding your loins means you pick up your robe, you move the entanglements, you move the straggly, straight pieces out of the way. You move anything that will entangle you, encumber you. You move encumbrances, you move things out of the way so those things don't trip you up. I'm talking to mothers in the ministry of motherhood today. Even as mothers, we've got to tie up loose ends. We've got to move encumbrances and entanglements and things that will hinder us. We've got to move those things out of the way because even though motherhood is a ministry, there are no perfect mothers there are no perfect mothers. Now, the reality of the matter is our moms are perfect in our sight, but there are no perfect mothers. I went through the Bible and I was looking for them in the Bible. I went through the Bible and I was looking for them in the Bible and I could not find perfect mothers. Proverbs chapter 31 Verse 28 in the Amplified Translation says this Proverbs 30 of, of this Proverbs 31 woman, her children rise up and call her blessed, happy, prosperous, to be admired. Her husband also, he praises her. Listen to me. The ministry of motherhood is a big deal, a big deal. Deal, mom, my acronym for ministry of motherhood. This word mom can be traced back to the Latin word where mama meant breast or teat. From this word, we also get the word mammalia or mammal to describe animals that suckle their young. That brings me to this amazing part. This word mom is extremely similar in almost every spoken language. This word mom, don't forget my acronym, Ministry of Motherhood, because remember, it's a big deal. Let's look at a pattern that we see. I'll start with sign language. In sign language, this is mother. This is mother. This is mother. Why don't you just go ahead and do it? This is mother. 
Isn't that beautiful? An open hand so close to your face and almost to your mouth. Mother, mother. In Dutch, the word mother is moder, moder. In Germany, it's mota. In Spanish or Italian, you'd refer to her as madre. In Mandarin, it's mochin. In French, it's mimon. In Hindu, it's ma'am. In ancient Egypt, it's mut. In Swahili, Healy is Mama, and Polish is Makta. These are all similar terms for the endearing term that many of us use, the term mom. It's a distinct pattern, and mom is nearly universal in every language. The ministry of motherhood is special. It really is a big deal. Many of us affectionately call our mothers mom, and I've, I've known, I remember my daughter, Minister Essence, she had a minor eye surgery not many years ago, and I remember she came out of the surgery, where's my mom? I want my mom. And I was just teasing her. I was like, girl, what's your grown self in here asking for your mom? So I went through a little situation, and my mom was there. I was in, I was in the, had a little outpatient procedure, and I had a, a reaction to the anesthesia. So when I came out of the anesthesia, I was like, where's my mom? I want my mom. I thought I was just teasing her. It's something about your mom, and moms have this way of making everything all right. What's interesting to me is the word mom is spelled the same way forward and backward. Backward and forward. So is the word dad, but we're speaking about moms today. It's called a palindrome, and it's the same forward and backwards, backwards and forward forward. So again, my thrust and my main thrust for today is the ministry of motherhood is a big deal. It's all about how you look at it. You can look at mom this way, or you can look at mom that way. You can look at the word mom from down here or from up there. It's all going to pan out the same. The ministry of motherhood is truly a big deal. It's interesting to me that the word momentum starts with the word mom. Momentum starts with the word mom. I want to call it today momentum. Momentum, because the ministry of motherhood is a big deal. It's all about how you look at it. Momentum is the tendency of an object that's already set in motion to continue moving. Moving has reference to the power of changing in place or changing in position. So you might ask, how did it start moving in the first place? Well, it may have been dropped. It may have been kicked, it may have been pushed, it may have been pulled, it may have been thrown, I don't know. But some kind of exertion of force set it in motion. Again, motion has reference to changing from place or position. Your emotions or movings are often characterized by the way you feel the way you feel, the way that you perceive or become conscious of, uh, become aware of, the way that you regard, the way that you consider, the way that you deliberate, motions. This is where we get our word 
emotions, emotions, which has reference to a stirring, a feeling, a moving, a feeling that sets you in motion, changing a place or position. I need you to get a revelation that meaningful mom moments set you in motion and trigger momentum or momentum, as it were. The ministry of motherhood is a big deal, and it's all about how you look at it. May I remind you, the ministry of motherhood is not about the perfect mother, but about the pistis mother. Not the perfect mother, but the pistis mother. Remember, we learned the word pistis has reference to faith, somebody that is walking by faith and not by sight. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 12 tells us that we are to fight the good fight of faith. Why is it a good fight? Because we win. The only way you don't win is if you poop out and you give up and you give in. It's not about being a perfect mom. Today is a day that's always filled with many emotions for me because I'm feeling the, the hurt from my sons and daughters and the faith that have lost their loved ones, especially when it's a recent, a recent transition. So I'm always tugged in that direction. I'm tugged in the direction toward my sons and daughters that had some, some dumb days and made mistakes in the past and maybe had abortions and, and different things like that that they've regretted. So I'm tugged in that direction. Of course, I'm tugged in the direction to my spiritual sons and daughters that have some uh, fertility challenges and things like that. And the reality of it is, is if we've not walked in any of those shoes or those seasons, we really can't fully grasp the feeling that those people have. So we have to lend a heart of compassion. I'm grateful to God that I still have my mother, but my heart breaks for those that don't. But here's the kicker. You always have your mother. I listened to the boys to men's song this morning and I started to play it. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I can't take it. I can't take it. I'm not going to do that. But it just talks about how they're always going to be there. Mother is always with them and things like that. And I think one of the the lyric says like um, tears from the stars or something because their mom is always with them. There's another one that says I'll always love my mama. She's my favorite girl. So we've got to be compassionate for other people. You don't really know who's going through what. Like Minister Pastor Alec Essence said today, there were many Mother's Day that they came and she had a knot in her throat and she was challenged, but she continued to show up. Every time you show up, God will give you a word in season. We have to fight the good fight of faith. It's a good fight because all we do is when I'm still talking about the ministry of motherhood, the ministry of motherhood, because it's a, it's a big deal. And when you stop and think about it, to only give one day a year to this ministry of motherhood is really a disgrace, but we're not, that's a whole nother discussion for a whole nother day, okay, in the name of Jesus. But as I was looking through the Bible, I began to look for perfect mothers. As much as we love and are endeared to our own mothers, our mothers weren't perfect, and even ourselves, as much and as hard as we've tried to be parents, this is the thing, there's really no manual, they don't have school, you don't go through four years 
years of college and they teach you how to be a mother, you just do the best that you can. We thank God for mother wit. That's called wisdom, the wisdom that you get that nobody teaches, the unctions from the Holy Spirit that teach you how to budget, teach you how to make a meal out of no meal, take you to be a nurse, a doctor, you're a chiropractor, you are an accountant, you all of these things, and we never went to school. So I'm here to tell you that the ministry of motherhood is really a big deal, but I want to ease you because some people have broken relationships with their mother, and people had abusive relationships, and, and people, all kinds of abandonment issues, and all different things like that. So my heart is very sensitive on Mother's Day to not just people that um, like me that have their mother, but sensitive to everybody and everybody's situation. As I begin to go through the Bible and look at the different mothers in the Word of God, I came across Jabez's mother. Remember Jabez's mother? Jabez's mother called him malice and called him pain. She named her child pain. She named her child misery. But God showed up in spite of, and God, the word says, blessed him indeed. Indeed means excessively, undeniably, and immensely. God heard his prayer, and God answered his prayer. Then I came across Boaz, Boaz's mother, Rahab. We Everybody loved Boaz, right? Because Boaz got that, girl, that young girl, and he was wealthy, and everybody was looking for their own Boaz. But Boaz's mother, Rahab, was a harlot, a harlot. And the Hebrew word for harlot is porne or porn, which is where we get this word pornography, which is a big deal, a big, a big problem in the body of Christ. But in spite of his beginning, Boaz was a mighty man of valor. He was very compassionate. He had integrity, and the spirit of generosity sat upon him. Then I'm reminded of Samuel's mother, Hannah. Samuel's mother, Hannah. Remember, Hannah was married to Elkanah, and Elkanah had another wife named Panina. Panina was very, very fertile, whereas Hannah had fertility issues. So Panina would harass her and make fun of her and make her feel small. And one of the things that I commend about Hannah, she never beat her down. She never jumped her. She never did. I'm like, thank you, Hannah, for being a godly example. Because I don't know. I haven't been there before. But we know that Hannah held her peace and she let the Lord fight her battle. She never gave up. And again, she prayed. God honored her prayer. And God gave her a child, Samuel, who the word of God says grew in favor and stature in the Lord. And only other one person I found in the Bible that it said that about. And that is Jesus. So that's amazing. And not only did um, God bless her with Samuel, she honored God by giving him and dedicating him back to the Lord. After that, God gave her five more children. I wonder what Panina had to say about that now. Probably not a whole lot. And then I looked at even Mary, the mother of Jesus. Don't get mad at me. But she defied science, she defied biology, she defied logic, she withstood scrutiny in the face of everything. I love what she said. She said, be it unto me 
according to your word. I don't care what people have to say about it. I'm going to trust God anyway. But y'all remember at the wedding feast, she coached Jesus and told Jesus what to do. He wasn't ready to go forth. Then she told the worker, she said, do whatever he told you to do. She was pushing him into his destiny. Are you listening to me? She's the only recorded person in the Bible that was with Jesus in his birth, in his denial and death, and beyond. Because she was even in the upper room when the Holy Ghost came. But don't fall off with me right here. Mary wasn't perfect. Mary wasn't perfect. Jesus was. Mary wasn't perfect. I'm not dogging her. I'm just saying she wasn't perfect. Did the Bible say she was perfect? She wasn't perfect. Jesus was. Because remember when they went to the festival? Mary and Joseph, they had already came three days of journey to be at the festival. A day and a half down the road, they realized they didn't left Jesus at the festival. They had to turn around and go back a day and a half. Let me see what happened to you when you leave your child for three days. I'm not dogging her. I'm just trying to help us to understand that no mothers are perfect. But what we have to do is we have to reset and refresh and renew our minds. We can't keep paying for stuff that we already repented from. We can't keep reliving dumb days. We can't keep reliving hard times and tests and trials. We've got to fight the good fight of faith. And we've got to go on and when are you listening to me? The word of God says in Philippians chapter four, as I get ready to close, Philippians chapter four, verse eight, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be anything praiseworthy, think on these things. I need you to get a revelation. We can think on a whole lot of other things that don't amount to a hill of beans, a whole lot of things that'll have you mad, a whole lot of things that'll have you sad and depressed and disgusted. But the word of God says, if there's anything praiseworthy, think on these things. Now, I know we've had people whose moms have passed away and people's moms that are sick and people that have had abortions and miscarriages and fertility issues. I get all of that and I have such a heart of compassion. I feel like crying right now just talking about it. But today, don't let today trigger you into constantly harping on those things. Let's think of something praiseworthy. And think on these things. Remember earlier I said, smile for your mom. Surely you can find a good thought of your mom or a good thought of your mother figure or a good thought or even just the thought I made it. I survived. You may have been abused. You may have been abandoned because remember there are no perfect mothers, but she did a perfect job and that perfect job was to get you here on the earth. 
Come on, God's plan to get you here on the earth was accomplished even through an imperfect vessel. So let's think on these things that are praiseworthy and take just a moment and smile for your mom because the ministry of motherhood, it really is a big deal. My last thing as I take my seat today, I want to talk about the baby giraffe. The baby giraffe never went to school, but some way they learn a very important lesson very, very early in life. A lesson that all of us would do well to remember. At birth, the baby giraffe falls to the ground eight to ten feet from his mother's womb. Eight to ten feet he falls. The brand new, just being born giraffe falls from his mother's womb eight to ten feet to the ground. And it shrivels up. And it lies still, too weak to move. And the mother giraffe lovingly lowers that long neck and cleans the baby giraffe and appears to even kiss the baby giraffe. Then, out of nowhere, she literally kicks the snot out of it. And the giraffe goes flying in the air and tumbling back to the ground. What in the world? How are you going to kiss and kick? You're going to kiss and then kick? And as the baby giraffe lies there curled up, the mother kicks it again and kicks it again with them long giraffe legs, kicks it again until the baby giraffe, still trembling and tired because it just was born and dropped eight to ten feet to the ground. It's already been kicked all up in the air, kicked the snot out of it, but some kind of way it pushes its limb, and for the first time it can finally stand up on its feet. Happy to see the baby standing on its own feet. The mother giraffe goes over and gives it yet another kick. And the baby giraffe falls again, but now quickly recovers. What did I say? Quickly recovers and stands up. Mama giraffe is completely Static. She knows that her baby has learned, listen, no matter how hard you've been dropped, kicked, pushed, pulled, thrown down, or even fallen, always remember to pick yourself up and get back up on your feet. Mom, the same word, either way you look at it. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.